afternoon, heck, maybe good evening. You know what I want to do with you more than anything? Okay. (laughs) I want to have a happy, fun time. Maybe comedy. (laughs) 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 Happy, fun time. Rarely comedy. Fun time. Hardly comedy. <laughs> Laughing hysterically. Welcome to Happy Fun Time, a podcast that makes you feel like water smells. I'm your conductor today, Blake Blake, <laughs> and with me two happy hobos freight hopping their way to positivity. Amos <laughs> and Amanda, how are you today? Did you write that down ahead of time or was that just off the dome? Straight off the dome. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh my. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was so straight off the dome that you had appropriate sound effects ready to go. Well, these are things that I just normally have around. Trained uh, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. of course, this. Oliver! Oh, my God. <laughs> I've already, anyone who ever has listened to this podcast has immediately stopped. <laughs> different energy than what we're used to i feel like i need to do at least a little bit of coke before we get started you have a whole bottle of it in front of you that's true (laughs) a different kind uh amanda yeah what's the last great thing you smelled today (laughs) uh god i don't know maybe my wine Smells That's good. a good answer. What about you, Amos? What's the last great thing? Uh, we had steak teriyaki for dinner that Ooh. that my partner made, and uh, it was delicious. And the whole place smells like steak. So that was it. Does what food when you eat it smells fantastic? Like when you cook it, when you eat it, and then you get very annoyed of it later on in the day. Bacon. I kind of do with popcorn, but I think that's because what I'm smelling later are farts. Oh, so well, it's kind of a funky thing going on. Before we go into news, I'm going to bring you guys into. <laughs> a train wreck? Alliteration Station. Both of you need your DJ names. Both of you have names that start with A. And what I want you is to name each other. Give yourself your radio. I, of course, am Blake Blake. That is my alliteration name. That's not very imaginative. Hey, it's not imaginative, (laughs) Blake. It's Blake Blake. Okay? And what I want from both of you is to give each other a wonderful alliteration name. Here at Alliteration Station. So, like, okay. Awesome Amanda or mm-hmm. Ambitious, I don't know, what's a good A word? No, it's it's her name. So, I mean, that's you're giving each other names, unless you want to rename her. I mean, you can do that, but that doesn't seem nice. Um, I mean, depending on if he comes up with a cool name. Um, hmm, I don't want to be... <laughs> Gonna say, what was the first one that came <laughs> in your mind? And that's the one to use, Amanda. I don't know. 
the first one that came to my mind was actuarial, but I have no idea why. It's oh. just, it starts with an A. And <laughs> now I'm Googling that word to make sure I even have any idea what it means. Uh, it's got a super boring definition. I don't so, I have no clue what that means. So you Does think I'm mean- boring? No, wow. no, I had no idea what actuarial meant. I just knew it had to do with insurance. You know what? I bought this <laughs> just for you because I knew that you would do this in the podcast. So here we go. <laughs> oh, a, a slide whistle. Slide whistle. <laughs> yep. Every that time you bring us down. That you put to your mouth and blew into. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What are you talking about? All of the noises that I've been made are from <laughs> actual train. Yeah, that was a little train whistle I have. I need to get Did one you of those. The slide whistle, like in anticipation of me saying something stupid. Oh, I purchased it ahead of time for it. Yes, yeah. but did you make sure uh, you got the timbre just right? I mean, some musicians just know that they're going to be good <laughs> when they <laughs> play an instrument, and I've just felt that way with the slide whistle ever since I saw it. You're like the Paganini of the slide whistle. I mean, that's my bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long bumper yeah. sticker. It is. Yeah, I, it's, I have a European license plate. So Very okay. specific. That's your vanity plate. <laughs> That's my vanity plate, yeah. All right, so we have Amanda's actuarial Amanda. Oh, can I reject that? <laughs> no, that's why he can't reject yours. So what was oh. the first one that came to mind? Well, now I don't feel bad saying it. I was going to say anal. <laughs> oh, an anal amos. That's, you know... This podcast will last two episodes if we stick with those. <laughs> no, we won't. I've, in fact, we'll I, only ex- I only expect uh, alliterations to be used in this episode. All right. I think it's time that we discuss a little bit of news. Okay. We have a sound for news? Do you make these up, or are these, um, uh, whatever the term is for, there's no copyright? Oh, yeah, I definitely made that. What, did you, like, record one of your kids? And You think that you're going to hear that many ducks in a normal song? All of those were MIDI ducks. And what's weird is I found out that in Logic, there is such thing as, like, MIDI ducks. So I spent at least 45 minutes changing like popular songs to just duck noises. Man, that was fun. Who would like to go first on their news article? Well, so I guess I got the format wrong. Shocker. Oh, okay. But, uh, so we'll go ahead and get mine out of the way because it's probably the bad news. That's <laughs> what really bad what news? do is I pick the bad this, news. The name week. of this podcast is Happy Fun Time, Maybe Comedy. And you're yeah, bringing this you, bad I thought news. you meant that ironically. Except for Amos. <laughs> no, it was not ironic at all. Oh, if this has anything to do with politics or COVID, I no, swear no, no, to God. No, it's nothing like that. It's nothing, <laughs> okay. it's nothing like obviously grim. It's just something I thought was kind of funny. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so I think this was written by, you know, the guy who wrote that book, Freakonomics? Yes. Yeah. He wrote a very short article in uh, the Wall Street Journal that I came across yesterday uh, where he's analyzing a book about obesity rates in the United States. And that's always fun. Hmm. 
And he said he thinks that the rise in obesity is actually because of people quitting cigarettes. And I thought that was pretty weird. Is it because they're eating them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because they don't smoke them anymore. They eat the cigarettes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it like an oral fixation, like that could be real, right? I don't think anybody eats cigarettes, though. No, no, I mean, but, like, you're not smoking anymore, so, like, you're trying to do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nicotine, you know, curbs your appetite. Yeah. Well, and if you're already addicted to smoking, maybe you have addictive problems in general. So, you overeat. I definitely ate more when I quit smoking. I'm trying to think if I did. I didn't know you ever smoked. I smoked from, like, 15 to... 22 or 23, something like that. Wow. Now the insurance are going to know because of this podcast and I'm fucked. We've ruined your life. Yeah. Uh, but really quickly, in response to your article. <laughs> I hope this is as fun to listen to without the video because watching <laughs> you play the slide whistle is a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants the gif of it, it will be on our Patreon. <laughs> you, have, you have excellent poise. Yeah, our subscriber members get to see the two-second gif of Blake playing the slide whistle. It's the gif that keeps on giving. It is. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like things that you do instead of smoke. So, like, if you used to get together with people and have a cigarette outside, yeah. you're going to have a coffee with someone to catch up. Maybe yeah. you have a biscotti there. Or maybe you're like, you know, let's go to Hardee's and I'll eat some meat with you instead of <laughs> smoking a cigarette. I like this, so this uh, hypothetical person you've come up with is clearly a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> On Saturday, I enjoy a biscotti in the morning and then I go with my friend to Hardee's for some meat. Actually, I was thinking about um, my uh, our college. We all went to NC State. and. Yeah. There was a Hardee's, like de- in in closeish to a cup of Joe, and I remember that I definitely would study all day a cup of Joe and then finish it off with a Hardee's burger. <laughs> I never went to that Hardee's. This is probably a good a good a good thing you didn't. Many people died <laughs> from it. I'm trying to think if there's anything interesting to talk about pe- people getting fat after stopping smoking. I mean, did he have any like? Any anything? Did, was he just throwing this out there, or did he have? Like, any, yeah, he said uh, in the seventies the average weight of Americans was decreasing uh, as the war on smoking intensified. From nineteen eighty to two thousand, Americans gained an average of twenty pounds. Uh, and then he said the thing about you know nicotine curbs your your desire for high fat food. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Uh, many Americans, because they never started smoking in the first place, are likely heavier than they would have been had they started the habit. But it is a very also, short article. Yeah, but also didn't like the fast food craze of like the eighties kind of maybe have something to do with it? Like I don't know about you guys, but when I grew up, like fast food like being brought for dinner was totally normal. Like Taco Bell Wednesday and like, you know, like McDonald's in the morning on Saturday, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We ate a lot of garbage. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just feel like people ate a lot more garbage in the 80s and 90s than they did before and now, hopefully. Well, have you seen cookbooks from like the 60s and 70s and how jacked up that food was? It's like yeah. salads made out of jello on every page. Yeah, everybody seemed to just have a jello diet in the 50s yeah, so, and 60s. <laughs> so yeah, when you see they, like if, a McDonald's, you're like, yes, it's not jello. If if McDonald's would have just incorporated that as their, they would have done even better. Welcome to McDonald's. It's not Jello salad. Jello. Well, they also would put meat in Jello, right? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. There was like oh, collagen. Like not not McDonald's, but like there was like bologna in meat Whoa. and like or sorry, bologna in Jello. And like pineapple and Jello, and they would that just put whatever they could sense. in Jello. I think I did see one that was like spaghettios and meatballs type of mold gelatinized thing one oh time. My God. Yeah, see, they and it, crap then too. So also, who puts olives in meat? That's even weirder. Like olive sliced loaf. meat that have like olive loaf. Yeah, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, when I was a kid. um, my dad would make my lunch a lot for for school, and my first day at my new elementary school, he sent me something like that, where it was like ham loaf with olive slices in it, like green olive slices. I was like eight years old, and I threw my lunch away because I was like, I'm not eating that. And it was like my first day at school, and the teacher saw a lunch bag in the trash that had just wasted food because I didn't eat it and like made the whole class stay in from recess until someone fessed up to wasting food. And it was, did me. you ever fessed up? Did uh, you fess up or not? <laughs> no, eventually I was forced to, cause she was making everybody sit in their seats and people were getting really mad and they're like, I didn't do it. This was my lunch. And I'm like, okay, it was me. I'm new here. It's my first day. I threw my lunch away. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. Like, I mean, if you would have just said it's olive loaf, she would have been like, "Oh <laughs> like, dear, I'm so sorry," and they would have called, yeah, would have called uh, parent services on you. <laughs> so, what grade was this? I was in like I don't know fourth grade when I okay, did it. Okay, that's awesome. That's not yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> Poor Peak thing. Embarrassment time. Yeah, yeah, and I got in trouble too. I got we had this, a system called demerits, and I got a demerit for throwing oh, away food. Man. You never lived it down. <laughs> Never. That, you see, that's I'm still... why you didn't go to Harvard. That's why you ended up at a yeah. public school. Right. I'm in therapy for this. I'm still talking <laughs> for <your> about olive it. Olive loaf. <laughs> for olive loaf. Ham loaf with olives. That's what it was. Ham loaf. Yeah. Oh. Um, Amanda, yeah. what news do you have for us today? Okay. So mine is kind of a um, two parter because this was a long saga through the week. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you saw it somewhere. Um, Topanga's husband, uh, his name is Jensen Karp, is a comedian and does some other stuff. And he uh, tweeted that he found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch. And it started this whole saga online of people commiserating with this terrible discovery that he found and then General Mills responding um, to it. And so it wasn't a joke. 
he said it was not a joke. He said he was telling the truth. Um, and General Mills tried to kind of play it off. They were like, oh, so sorry this happened to you. Uh, send us some more information. And then they responded back to him saying, on closer examination, this looks like it's just some chunks of cinnamon sugar that kind of, you know, glommed together. And it's not a shrimp tail. And he took some close-up pictures of them and showed us clearly a shrimp tail. And there's two of them. <laughs> and he's like, General Mills, why are you trying to lie to me? This is well, definitely shrimp. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And then, you know, it continues from there. However, it ends up taking a turn, which I just discovered today because I didn't go back to check on Shrimp Gate until later <laughs> and found out that, you know, he had all this support on the Internet because people were like, oh, my God, you know, you found this disgusting thing in your food. And um, now people have turned on him and are saying he's a liar uh, and it's because like people that have interacted with him over the years have come out and said, oh, yeah, this guy's a jerk. He lies about stuff all the time. This isn't true. And he insists it's still true, but he's like stopped commenting about everything. And uh, people are just coming out now and saying what a jerk he is and that um, he's trying to like make this viral thing. Is and- he like a jerk because like he's a sh- like he's done something super shitty or are people just like ah eh, this guy's shitty? No, like, he I hasn't mean done apparently- anything to like make us angry at him. Like, it, are they going to come out and like he kicks dogs? Like, and I've yeah, seen it, or is it more just like of. nah, he just sucks? So they turned on him because they said he's manipulative. Let me find some examples here. Uh, there's also some people like women who said that he treated them badly. Oh. Which is, is it all shrimp related though? Some <laughs> like of his, all like, of his lies he like are shrimp slaps related. People with shrimp sometimes. We were dating for the longest time, and then I woke up, and next to me was a giant prawn. <laughs> and instead then one day, of him, he didn't even stay the night. <laughs> he just covered me in shrimp one day. <laughs> yeah, well, no. There's people saying, like women saying, they dated and he treated them like an asshole, and then there's other people that you know have just interacted with him over the years saying, yeah, this guy's a jerk for whatever reason. But due to all this coming out, uh, I learned a new term, which maybe you guys already know um, called milkshake duck because that's what (laughs) I've never heard a term called milkshake. What milkshake duck milkshake duck. Okay. Cause this is a thing and I did not know about this, but it all, it, it, it all comes from situations just like this where they didn't previously have a name, but it's where somebody goes viral for some weird and random thing. And then later you find out that that person sucks. Um, all because, all because they got like so much attention that somebody who knows them came out and were like, never mind, that person's horrible. And it's, it's like due to their viral fame that the news of them being a jerk comes out. And it's called Milkshake Duck. And it's because of some comedian who wrote a comic strip on it that was, you know, making fun of that whole phenomenon of finding out someone's a dick after they go viral. And, and he, like, made a little meme of a duck that's like, this duck drinks five milkshakes a day. How cute he is and all this. And then five seconds later, we apologize. It turns out the duck is a racist. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, that's why it's called milkshake duck. And so now he's, he's milkshake ducked 
because he oh went viral God, for this thing. <laughs> and then everyone now says, forget him. He's a douche. So, so I don't know. I, I have no idea if there really were shrimp tails in it, but this is what happened due to the shrimp. I, I have like 800 questions about this story. Because, <laughs> okay, I did hear about some shrimp tails in some Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but that's all I yeah. heard. Yeah, okay. mostly from just memes I saw on Insta. Right. Okay. right. This yeah. is all I've seen are a bunch of memes. So Topanga's husband, like the husband of the actress who played Topanga yes. on Boy Meets World? Yeah, and also okay. apparently... He used to be a, a rapper called Hot Carl or something like that. I got to look oh, him up again. <laughs> Topanga and Hot Carl. So you guys are going to have to look look this up. So he was a child rapper named Hot Carl. <laughs> that sounds like the term a child, child rapper, rapper sounds like he was a victim of abuse. Uh, he was I mean, made to be a child rapper. Yeah. Mm. It, what's weird is you say child rapper like it's a thing. Like, But I guess it kind of is, right? Like child actor child rapper so like he was a rapper when he was a child and he grew up to only prank people with shrimp tails yeah i don't don't know so that's the other thing that i just can't wrap my head around so there are people claiming that he faked this like he came up with the idea i'm gonna pretend i found shrimp tails in a box of cinnamon toast crunch right or is it more that like (laughs) Everyone just knows that he lies about stupid shit. And so they're like, yeah, this isn't real. Like he's lied about like both of those things. It's people being like, oh, he's he's taken this trick from somebody else who's already gone viral for some weird food discovery. And then he's also making it up anyway. Like. But I don't know if he made it up or not. Like maybe it's real. If he made up something that batshit crazy, then he deserves whatever. I don't know, whatever accolades come this way. You guys, I mean, if you look up this story, you can see pictures of the stuff he found. He also found a bunch of other weird debris, like in the bottom of the bag, <laughs> like these little weird uh, flecks of stuff. And some of the flakes have, um, you know, their regular cinnamon toast sugar deliciousness. And then also some weird like black marks on them. You know what cinnamon toast crunch needs to do ASAP? Is they need to come out with cinnamon toast, um, deep fried crunch, cinnamon toast (laughs) tails. They should should totally (laughs) do like, um, you know, Lucky Charms or something similar where they include little pieces that look like shrimp, shrimp like the shapes of shrimps and be like, no, with shrimp. Yes. It needs to be cinnamon toast crunch with shrimp marshmallows. Boom. Done. Yeah. I would I buy that, that you, box. I love that you said there was debris in the in the bag, like there, <laughs> like there was a storm, there was a tornado in this guy's <laughs> breakfast cereal. It and was a there's cinnamon. Like, there's like spare tires and shit just coming out of yeah. his cereal box. You, yeah, for sure. The cinnamon you don't sugar even, like explosion occurred in the bag, and this was what the, Amos doesn't even know is that he needs to write commercials for cereal because yeah, you said like a tornado of taste. Like when I think of that, like that makes me like like give me that cereal. Like yeah, a, the the debris from the tornado of taste will hit I your butt. I want it buds. to wreck my mouth. <laughs> I wrecked. <laughs> wrecked. Don't wreck your taste buds. <laughs> I wrecked my 
taste buds on that cinnamon tornado. <laughs> now with shrimp. Oh my god. So I if, love he, it. if he made this up, what the fuck <laughs> is the motivation to make up this bizarre Just to story? make himself like more relevant again. You know, if he's a <laughs> Again. Yeah. Again. It's the comeback for little Carl or whatever the hell you said. Hot Carl. Was. Yeah. Hot Dude. Carl. <laughs> yes. Hot Carl is going to come back now as an adult. He's going to be like Shrimp Carl or like Shrimp Toast oh or something. God. See, Shrimp and Carl is he's literally trying to the like, name of a sandwich at Hardee's. Is it really? <laughs> shrimp Carl. I mean, his Hardee's are Carl's Jr. Like, so, like, like a pretty. You know too much about Hardee's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. This is just an ad. This is a this is just subliminal ad. ad for Hardee's in the form of a nonsense podcast. Actually, talking about ads, that segues well to my story. All right, let's hear it. So my story is that IKEA hmm. has multiple podcasts all of a sudden <laughs> in 2020. Okay. And before 21. I get into like the story about what the US branded podcast is, because there are multiple, <laughs> when I say IKEA has a podcast, what do you think it could possibly be? Well, it's clearly not about furniture. Um I think is it's it people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was gonna. I would. I would agree that Swedish meatballs would be a part of it. I also think it could be just people complaining about um, how to put things together. Being like, is it? Do they do relationship counseling? Oh my god! <laughs> oh um, yeah, they should offer that. Yeah, I think that's what they should be doing. There used yeah. to be a YouTube show where two people would eat um, hallucinogenic drugs and try to put together IKEA furniture, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was. Like probably the most maddening thing I've ever seen. Because if like if you think about what hell should be like to me, it's like being any type of inebriated than being given the small tool set that you're given to create uh, an IKEA yeah. furniture. Yeah. So this podcast is, like I said, uh, different depending on where you are. I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna I pay attention. Our podcast. I was like, whoa, how does that no. work? No. Uh, this. <laughs> So, this is the reason that they decided they needed a podcast, by the way, <laughs> IKEA. We know by now you've probably binged through every possible podcast, audiobook, and every best of 2020 playlist there is. So, maybe you could use some new soothing sounds to put on while we all continue to wait for normal life to get back. Um, IKEA. Do you really think, I mean, look, 2020 was tough and 2021 still tough, but to think that I have binged through every audio book or podcast or Netflix show enough that I'm going to listen. If that is your only reason, be like, fuck, well, I guess I can listen to the Ikea (laughs) podcast. It seems like incredibly. Yeah. (laughs) Only Ikea. That's all that's left. This podcast is a podcast that explains the catalog as a tour for the listener's ears. So the catalog that they give you when you come what? in the door, it is literally just them explaining the catalog. And then it goes through six furnished homes of six different families and just talks about the furniture they bought from Ikea. Now, the wild part about this 
is that in the U.S. this is this is explained as something for people with disabilities. Okay. And the other podcast that in the U.S. they say is available is one to help you sleep uh-huh. out of Sweden. And it's just them speaking softly. But when you go to the Swedish site, this, the podcast is explained to be a podcast about nature reserves and the environment and like sustainable living. So in the U.S., Ikea decided to say, oh, that one where everyone's talking soft is to help you sleep. But everywhere else, they say it's a podcast about sustainability. So what does that say about their... It's so weird. Wait, so the content in both versions is just them describing their own furniture? In the one for the U.S., that's what it is. It's just explaining their furniture. The purpose is so that you can sleep. Well, You're supposed they, to use it in place of like white noise apps. Yeah, they're they're trying to say like we're, noise, we're just right. gonna. <laughs> that and then, is so weird. I'll, here, I'll play a clip. Yes, please do. Um, and then I have a question to ask you about it. It's so bananas. We also think about how your mattress gets from the store to the home. Mattresses are big products, which is why we roll-pack many of our IKEA mattresses. A roll-pack mattress takes up far less space and can be carried home, even on public transport. Many people do not consider packing your mattress when it leaves your home. Did you know, close to one million mattresses are thrown away in Australia every year. So, I mean, yeah, it could probably help me sleep. But you know what's really ingenious about this is that what if I were to be able to tell, like, what if I were able to convince hundreds of people, thousands, to listen to my furniture podcast where I only talk about my products? I mean, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah, it's to help you sleep. But really, all night long, I'm just going to be saying Strodsberg or... Bumsfink, or whatever the names of their like. <laughs> you almost sounded Jamaican. <laughs> it's close, this right? This is my Bumsfink. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, like, all right, let me let me put this another way. What American brand could just name their products while you sleep and get away with it? IKEA can do that. They can just talk about all their products while you sleep and no one thinks about it. But, but wait, you, isn't that like subliminal marketing? That's what I'm then? saying. Like, do you right. think yeah. McDonald's could get away with this? Do you think that when you're sleeping, I could just be like, Big Mac, Big Mac, <laughs> French fries, Oreo McFlurry? Exactly. <laughs> or like, did you know that the Oreo McFlurry is made 70,000 times in three hours across the United <laughs> States of America? 40% of all of the ice cream are churned by little lizards. I don't know. I love, I love Blake's like kinky German accent. <laughs> 
it's oh just God. wild when you think about what they're getting away with and it, and it has like this like sustainability like tint to it but really they just get to talk about their products while you fall asleep yeah and that they think we would have no interest in that at all yeah they they totally lied about that part to us they say it's Sweet. like for people who are blind <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny is like I kept, I listened to one for a little bit. It was like, if you could see the photo, it is of three people in a dining room, and it's like if oh, this was wow. really for people who couldn't see, they wouldn't say something like, "If you could see." Well, that's true. <laughs> so I searched in the podcast app. I searched IKEA, and I've got like six different results. Is it IKEA presents? I think IKEA presents is one the ikea sleep podcast is one um and then the the rest of them are the u.s ones which are like the catalog and like the ikea presents is like different people who are coming in to talk about like sustainability and it's only two episodes <laughs> they they did two episodes in june of 2019 and that's it oh yeah that's so not that one not this one, one has a lot this one has like the one I'm looking at has like 120. That lady does have a nice voice, though. It is very soothing. I mean, yeah. Look, for sure. Does she do them all? Or is it different people? He, She and her husband. Oh. <laughs> Imagine this is that. a family business. Yeah. I'm sure they have a celebrity name. Yeah. They're a power podcast couple. I hope they didn't get milk ducked. So I want to play a game. <laughs> Milkshake ducked. Okay. Um, also, why is this in my train? What is pants? Pants? How does that have anything to do with the train? I have like this train um, sound board, and I saw that. I have no clue. Don't also, what's, you, you have what's, to wear pants on a train. So, well, he's saying pants, but what's I like this? Twains. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Let's play a game that that I'm going to call, is that an Ikea product? In which I am going to give you a real Ikea product name versus one that I have made up in my weird mind. And you get Mm. to tell me which one is real. Sound good? I am going to lose. All right. (laughs) Sparsome. (laughs) The word is sparsome. (laughs) Sparsome. So either you made that up or that is an actual IKEA product. Correct. And we need to tell you if it's a real product, what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Clearly, the sparsome is a table lamp. It couldn't be anything else. It comes in mint green Mm -hmm. or pink, all pastel colors, and it uses a standard 60 watt light bulb. Mm, What do you Mm -hmm. think? Uh, I think it's real, and it is a cloth napkin. It is a lamp. Good job. Oh, my God. Amos! And it oh is Swedish gosh. for... You cheated. You cheated. I know it. Swedish for economical. You know what? He Whoa. listens to this po- that IKEA podcast every night to fall asleep. Is it a so table lamp or is it a floor lamp? It is a table lamp. Oh, my <gasps> God. I think he gets I'm 100 a points. genius. You are. I, I won for Gryffindor. Um, what's, <laughs> how do you say it? What's the thing? Spotsum? Sparsum. S-P-A-R-S-A-M. Sparsum. Sparsum. All right, moving on. You know I'm looking this up. 
Slidengarten. Oh, no, not the thing he just said. I can't find it. Slidengarten. Slidengarten. Don't look these up. I'm not. I'm not. Hands off keyboard. Okay, that's fair. Slidengarten. <laughs> you made that up. I agree. That is fake. I made it up. It is Swedish for <laughs> vagina curtain. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go back. That's how you say <laughs> vagina curtain in Swedish. I asked Angela some things to like translate, and that's the first thing she said. Anyway, hmm. Nutstorp. 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 That is a small cabinet that you store bags of nuts in. Hmm. I think <laughs> uh, it's laminate. Um, I think it is real and it is a uh, tool for muddling. Tool for muddling? Yeah, you know, like smashing stuff up. You oh, know, like- I was like, I was, I was thinking like to mess with someone's plans. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of meddling. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a tool no. of meddling. It is a racing bed. And it it it, it is What's absolutely a real. Bed? You know, like it's like, a, looks like a race car. Shaped like a car? Oh. No. <laughs> and it's called what? Nutstorp. I want one. <laughs> the Swedish nutstorp bed. Mm-hmm. I want a nutstorp. <laughs> Do they come oh, in adult sizes? Storp. Man, I can't spell these for shit. Nope, I bet you can't. Oh, it's a it's a racing circuit in Kagerod, Sweden. Mm, that makes sense. What kind of racing? Like vehicle Chicken. racing? I mean, I would assume. Yeah, it's a it's a car racing place. Nutstorp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do a hard one. Um, Svart Fegelm. God. Svart <laughs> Fagelm. Okay. I think this is a smart appliance. Fagelm. Is it curtains? Like smart, smart curtains. Line, smart curtains. That's a good guess. This isn't real. Nope, that's how you say blackbird in Swedish. Oh, damn so. ooh, ooh, I got one. Svart is black. Oh, uh, well. Oh, right. right. It- the Svart to Pete thing. I should have put that. Do you know what that is? It's a sidebar. Nope. Okay, you should Google it later. It's insane. It's a Say tradition it in the Netherlands. Svart to Pete. He's a, is that the thing a, where um, you run downhill? No, no. <laughs> Chasing it's, cheese. It's a, it's Chasing cheese. It's a Christmas character in the Netherlands. Oh. And it's the excuse that all the Dutch people used to dress in blackface at Christmas, and it is wild. Wait, Yikes. I've seen that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's far to Pete. Okay. It's so yeah. weird that you have excuses. Like, this is our we can be racist excuse day. Right, right. All right, here's the last one. Okay. Hunden Brostvarta. Hunden Glieben Glaben Globen. Yeah. Um... Say it again. You said the sentence. <laughs> Hunden Brostvarta. Is it two words? It is two words. Two there's words. No way, there's no way you made that up. So, yeah. Well, oh, that's right. You're, you are using actual Swedish words. So, 
Hunden Brosvarta. Okay, this is a bed frame? No, you've already done bed. It's something that comes in different sizes, and Hunden is a big one. That's it what definitely I comes mm. in different sizes. Mm. It's a, dr- like it's a drawer, a dresser. It's a very large dresser. That's what I'm saying it is. Okay. Where are you okay. going with Amanda? Uh, I am going to say it's kitchen cabinets. Both good guesses. Not close. It is dog nipple in Swedish. <laughs> oh, Hunden. Okay. That's kind of, a, yeah, that's pretty obvious. And then Brosfarta. I don't know how that turns to nipple, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> Angela and I got on this um, kick where we started like Fucking looking up different parts of the vagina and its name in Swedish. And you think that the vagina is named weird things in the United States or in American, <laughs> in English. Then, I mean, labia was like, long as hell it was like <laughs> not pronounceable so S- sounds Sweet. like an a- attack of the sneezes yes exactly <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if they ever just recorded the swedish chef like speaking the anatomy of the vagina in his voice let's hear uh, it i hope not <laughs> none of those are parts of the vagina uh, well <laughs> just to let you know not according to the swedish chef nothing <laughs> Um, put the spoon in. No, that's not good. Mm, no, nope, nope. Uh, okay. The next, this you guys aren't prepared for this, but I am going to, yeah, introduce you to the next segment. Okay, that you didn't know about. Sounds poignant. Sounds like I'm playing Final Fantasy. Thanks for writing in. So many letters. (laughs) Have you noticed how wonderfully courteous I am? (laughs) Opening doors and rarely late. Your penmanship is so nice. You've written in for advice How can I be polite just like you? You know, there's lots of people out there That want to be polite, courteous, (laughs) and help others And who better to help them Than Surgeon Courteous himself, Blake Blake My whole life, people told me it's just because I'm Canadian But I know it's much more than that I know how to be polite, and my friends and I will help you along the way. Now, I've been collecting, as you know, letters from people who want to be more polite. They've written in many different questions, and I'm going to read one today. All right. Dear Surgeon Courteous, my pregnant wife has recently been speaking to her doctor and friends about my role in the labor process. She's mm-hmm. under the impression I will cut the umbilical cord and catch the baby when it escapes her uterus. I'd rather not do either. What is the most polite way to decline and still be a good partner? P.S. What's the better noodle, taglioni or fettuccine? From Fumbling Fred in Fuquay Verena. Well, Fred, thanks for writing in, first of all. I think we should take the noodle thing first. It seems to be the easiest. You a taglioni guy or a fettuccine guy, Amos? I don't know what either one of those. I mean, I know what fettuccine is. I've never heard the word taglioni. So, uh, 
I want to address, what did you say your name here is? The Surgeon something or other? Surgeon Courteous. Surgeon Courteous? What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, there, like lots of doctors give advice, Amos. I happen so you're to like be... like the Surgeon General. Yeah. But you're the Surgeon Courteous. Yeah, but of, you know, of politeness, of, of being courteous. <laughs> I'm Surgeon Courteous. <laughs> Wait, Sturgeon Courteous? <laughs> no, no, Sturgeon. Sturgeon or Sturgeon? Because like, you're a polite Sturgeon fish. Courteous. I'm not. A, I am not cereal. a polite fish. Mm, yeah, uh, that's the next on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he finds a Sturgeon in his smacks. <laughs> yeah, Sturgeon Ooh. smack sounds like a drug in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of does. Yeah, yeah. We need to check train spotting to see if they talk about that. So. You want to know what our favorite pasta is? or, or No. First of all, it's Fred wants to know if we're more of Taglioni people or Fettuccine. Uh, okay, so I don't know what Taglioni is, so I'm going to say Fettuccine. Isn't Taglioni, like, really similar to Fettuccine? I think it's pretty, yeah. Pretty close. I think it's, just, I think it's still... Okay, here's the difference. It says Fettuccine is flat, and the, the Tagli... Whatever. Tagliolini. It's like spaghetti, but a little thicker. Oh, so oh. I'm going to go Tagliolini because I actually don't like fettuccine that much. I don't like the flat. I like the flat. I also like the flat. So there we go. But more <laughs> importantly, why is he, I mean, he goes straight from, I mean, labor to. about cords of varying types. Yeah, must be. Yeah. An so, umbilical cord is kind of like fettuccine, I guess. Probably How do you? Worse. So, <laughs> Amos, I did I, not if eat I had it. To, if I had to guess. <laughs> Amos, yes. you, you know you don't have any kids. We do. No. Um, if just a cat. You de- yeah. If you decide, if you and your partner decide to have kids, are you going to cut the umbilical cord or not? You know, I, I I like to think that I think of every eventuality. Uh, I, I tend to worry a lot, so you'd think I'd already thought of this, but I have no idea. Is that a thing that you did? Well, well no, I decided against it um, because I think it's weird. Um, I didn't now, give you the option. They give they you the option. give you the option. And they give it, they don't always ask you ahead of time. They just throw it on your lap, which Are is also weird. Me to do it? I mean, I feel like I'm doing their work for them. <laughs> no, it's more of like a customary thing. It? I've seen that in movies. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I will tell you, my husband uh, said that he was not going to do it. Uh, he also did not want to see the baby emerge <laughs> from my areas. Uh, but he did both. Um, <laughs> the second one, because he couldn't help it. <laughs> Can't really hide. And then uh, cutting the cord, he just kind of decided at the last minute, all right, why the hell not? Sure, I'll do it. And he said it was really weird and a lot harder to cut through than he thought it would be. Yeah, they don't give you sharp um, scissors for it. They give you yeah. like pinchers and then They're you kind of to tear it. They have like a long handle, but a really small yeah. snippy part. And he was like, okay. there was more resistance than he expected because he kind of thought it would be like fettuccine. <laughs> like 
super like cutting you know, an arm in half. <laughs> yeah, just be like, Zoop. and then he was like, "Whoa, this is harder than I thought, and it's really weird." But it's he more did difficult. Do it. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it. Um, and also because like it, it just it, to me it doesn't seem like the kind of custom that I wanted to. Like I was like, "This is this means nothing to me." So why am yeah. I going to do it? It's like yeah. not. I have no connection to this. I don't so, know how that became a thing that people do. Like, I don't know why they ask the husbands if they want to do that or the partners or whoever's with you. I don't know I why they ask to, that. Just to involve them and they I guess. feel like they're participating. I don't, I don't know. I guess, because otherwise the other person's doing everything. So I don't know. It is. It was weird, but he but did I'm, do I'm it. I'm blamed for so much in my relationship. The last <laughs> thing I want to do is get blamed for fucking that up. Um, I don't think you can mess point. it up. They, they tell like, you look, right if where to do it. If anyone can mess it up, it's me, man. But so here, <laughs> here's the thing: we what we have is we have Fred, or is it Frank? What was his name? It's Fred. We have Fred from Fuquay Verena. You and don't know who this person is? I don't know. Uh, I put it out there. Where and this did is, they? How how's this work? Where did you get these emails? I just went on Reddit and asked some people to oh, give me some okay. questions, and I was going to answer them. Um, and so here's the question how do you like obviously the wife has gone out and has already told everyone it's going to happen how do you politely say i don't want to do that no thank you i mean and also catch the baby which is another step to me that i didn't even know was a thing what is catching the baby okay the catching Catching. the baby yeah whoa i mean that's what it says here now yeah. I'm really starting to. I think will cut I don't the umbilical cord and works. catch the baby when it escapes her uterus. Escapes like it is terrified. Maybe I don't want to. Why did he say escapes? I mean, I don't know. I like that. Fixating on catch, like I thought that it doesn't come out with like the force of like a baseball being thrown or something like that. My mom always told me I came out like a football. Depends on the woman's core strength. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can she can she do a tight spiral on that now newborn? I don't know. I shot mine out six feet. How about you? Oh my god. Oh, me- measuring the distance. It's like women get together behind the scenes and are like, How far did you get the baby out? I always assumed it was like that scene in Ace Ventura 2 where he pulls himself out of the animatronic rhino. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty close. Birth. He's a yeah. method actor. So I think that that, you know, he watched a bunch. He probably watched a whole lot of like live births. births. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like yeah. he came out as he saw it. Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll role play a little bit, Amos. You be my wife and I'll be coming to you about the baby. And everything, okay? What the fuck? Hey, baby, I have this loaf of bread, and I have chopped multiple times, and I have not been able to get all the way to the bottom. I just don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know if I'm using the right kind of knife. Do you mind cutting this loaf of bread for me? By the way, I don't know if I feel comfortable cutting the umbilical cord. (laughs) I think that that's the way to do it. That might work. You know, I think um, this is, I'm just going to channel my husband here for a minute because um, whenever he doesn't want to do something, um, he always just says that 
I do it better. And that's why I should do it. So it would be like, I'd, I mean, usually it's something simple like making popcorn or something. It'll be like, I don't, you do it better. You do it better. You so make I, popcorn I don't, better. Yeah. He's like, you should, you should do it. Cause I, I'm going to mess it up. You should do better. it better. You do it better. No, I, we cook it on the stove, but. Oh, oh. Could you yeah. imagine, like, <laughs> you have the baby, this, the, the, Midwife turns to you, <laughs> turns to me, and says, "Hey, w- do you want to cut the umbilical cord?" Yeah. No, but she does. <laughs> no, she, she, you know what? No, no, you know she, she does, does it, better. it better. She she does it better. She's better at cutting. She's got a steady hand. You know, she's better. You ask her. That's good. So both good. Did they ask you this with both your kids? Yeah, they don't remember. Yes. Oh, I know. I know a, that the people delivering the baby don't know who you are. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like I thought you were assigned a birthing team, and then years yeah. later, if you have another kid, <laughs> they have to make sure they're all there. Um, so it's, it's, a it's not like a, that, that I might need to be prepared for potentially. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's an option. They'll all say, "Do you want to cut the cord, dude?" I'll of say, all- why am I even here? No. <laughs> And you'll, you can just say, you know, she's better at this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Amos, you have to come up with a good excuse. We've came up with two. What would yours? Like a serious, like, you you haven't been able to break it to her. You're eight months in. And she's, like, talking about you catching the baby and cutting the umbilical cord. How do you approach your partner about it? I think I would say, I mean, you've seen me. You've seen me in action. <laughs> Why do you trust me to do this? Like, I can't even find my keys in the morning. You want me to catch a newborn baby as it escapes? (laughs) There are professionals who went to school for years to (laughs) learn to do this, and I am just a schmuck. Have you seen me play catch? (laughs) No, because we don't have the kid yet. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be ugly. Just enlist your friends to, like, randomly throw objects at you and see if you catch, (laughs) catch them or not. And then it'll just like over time prove to her you can't catch anything. Also, go. I'm pretty sure that I could have told Angela I cut the umbilical cord and she wouldn't have known. Because well, like, that's there's... what I was about to say is like, I think drugs are usually involved, and maybe the person is not going to remember. Every Even if they're not, it. as soon as you I mean, see a, your child, it's just like you're in this. There's no like feeling like the feeling right after seeing a being like brought into the world. That next yeah. like. 30 seconds is like this feeling that is undescribable. By the so way, you could get away are, with anything. The <laughs> drugs do not make you like, you know, they're not like uh-uh. psychedelic drugs. You know what's going on. Amos, you could oh, punch the surgeon. You could punch <laughs> the midwife in the face and your wife wouldn't remember. Uh, that's are not you true typing that to your? Are you texting that to your partner right now? <laughs> texting her. Wait, I no, could I'm punch. Not, I'm not. <laughs> let me no, let no, me no, real not. quick text Matt and ask him if he punched anybody in the face while I was giving birth. <laughs> hey, honey. He just got excited. Just on the off chance. Did you possibly punch anyone in the face while I was having a baby? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is this segment? I am the conductor <laughs> of this podcast. I've yeah. been doing train things the whole time. <laughs> Get okay? 
This isn't a surprise, okay? This isn't. No, it is not a surprise. <laughs> and I wanted to end this on a little train talk, okay? Yes. Now, I have a few quotes about trains. And my questions, my question about these quotes for you two is, is it inspirational or is it literal? Whoa. Okay. 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 It was a train full of strangers, and they were all the same. Inspirational or literal? What the fuck is that? What? Literal? The- I don't feel inspired, so... I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, Inspirational by Cherry Priest. It, what? Uh, what? I don't understand this How game. is that a... This How? isn't a game. I'm giving you guys quotes, and you're going to let me know. Is this like a literal quote? Like, is it literal? Or is it supposed to be inspirational? I thought okay. it was going to be from, like, uh, uh, Boxcar Kids or something, where it's like, the Boxcar Children. Where it's like, it's a train. They're strangers. I don't know. I thought it was um, real. She also has the quote, steampunk is what happens when goths discover brown. Um, <laughs> mm, I like that one. It doesn't matter which side of the tracks you're from, the train still rolls the same. Robert M. Hensel. I guess that would be both. Yeah, it is both, right? But it's it's inspirational. I, I don't feel inspired by any of these. Even if you're on the right track, you'll get <laughs> run over confused. if you just sit there. Wow, that sounds really sad. Aww. That's I mean, actually I- literal. The right track is the, the one that... You know, we'll hit you. Left one won't. Um, none of this is true. <laughs> Here we go. Last one. The only way to be sure of catching a train is to miss the one before it. I don't think Ugh. we tried to find any meaning. We failed. Choo-choo, bitches. <laughs> All, right. All right. I like that one. Yeah. What did what did you guys learn about trains today? Because that's really what this was about. <laughs> did you know <laughs> that, <laughs> that it's because of trains that we have a standardized time in the United that. States? That's from my train, train fact. Hmm. Yeah, from train schedules. I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, fuck. Can I remember your names? Anus Amos. And- oh, my God. <laughs> I was like some actuary or something. Actuarial. Actuarial Amanda. I'm Blake Blake. And until next week, I'm going to remind all of you, the news, it's not always happy, but what we bring you is a whole lot of happy fun time. <laughs> Maybe comedy. Ho 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 